Marriage Broker Randy presents Behind the Scenes. This is an audio series documenting the lives of happily married couples who've committed to spending their every day building healthy relationships. Growing up, we've listened to countless stories that end with meeting your soulmate, getting married and living happily ever after. But is that all to relationships? We're here to find out more. We hope to unravel marriage through stories of real relationships. I'm your host Priyanka Bhardwaj, founder and CEO of Marriage Broker Anti, which is a matrimonial advisory and relationship coaching service. What you're about to hear is an unscripted conversation with a couple who've graciously come forward to share their relationship story. Hi, I'm Smita. I uh, live with my family in Singapore. Uh, I work uh, in uh, sales operations uh, with Dell Technologies, and I've been with this company for two and a half years. My overall your work experience is about twelve years or so. I've worked throughout my life ever since I got graduated through marriage, through kids, and uh, uh, hi. This is Sukrit here. Uh, I am an engineer by trade and by education, and fifteen um, uh, years plus of working, and uh, uh, yeah, now quietly settled in Singapore. On today's episode of Behind the Scenes, we have Smita and Sukrit. Smita and Sukrit first met each other in Bangalore in two thousand one when they were in the same engineering college together. Although they didn't start dating immediately, they've now been married for 10 years. Both of them are highly entrepreneurial, constantly working on interesting projects outside of work, all while raising two children. They currently live in Singapore with their two children, Avni and Adwe, ages 7 and 4. So we are engineering classmates. Okay. Um, and although we were never in the common friends group during engineering, post engineering we were uh, among the few people who remained in bangalore and so we kind of became a group of people who met more often and that's when we got to know each other more and yeah that's kind of when we started going around so when we met uh, in reality is first year of engineering but really when we started going out was post engineering yeah got it and and how did you guys decide to get married how did the friendship lead to you guys getting married yeah uh, it's like you you're in a pot and the warp, uh, like you're a frog in a pot right like it slowly gets getting warm right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at some point you realize like you can't be in this uh, Same arrangement any longer, so then it is like time for getting married. Right? <laughs> okay, that's an interesting answer. I hadn't heard that one before. Uh, <laughs> all right, cool. So you guys have been married for ten years now. Can you remember ten years ago what you guys liked about each other so much that you decided to get married? So, um, as, as as a personality, I think I'm I'm very strong. uh and dominant and he was uh, pretty much complementary to my personality and all along i i did have a uh, a sense of you know wanting to have a control over my life 
basically even after i get married like, like uh, coming from a smaller town like uh, first like she first first of all had the clear the thing of uh, being a city girl right like uh, uh, i mean that that's the start of uh, uh, the things that were um, uh, remarkable or important to me right like of being independent of uh, being able to hold her own space with or without me and uh, uh, being comfortable with my family and uh, you know uh, the way i was brought up uh, and like being taking people who are important for me as important for her as well so um, i think all these things were realized over time and i think that uh, uh, keeps going even now also yeah You told me what you liked about each other back then, but how about now? If I were to ask you, what are one or two things that you absolutely, really like about each other? What would what would it be? Is it still the same, or does the answer change? The answer changes a little bit, of course. I mean, he was super patient when we met, and that was one of the reasons why I married him, right? And I do see that patience is wearing out right now. <laughs> I'm probably wearing it out. But the thing is, he is still. We are still yin and yang, right? He still brings about a lot of complementary uh, aspects of the personality, and as we are raising our children, I can see that come out very well, uh, and and that also helps the children get a very uh, holistic development, right, or an exposure, which which is something that I appreciate. I'm very driven. I'm very motivated. I'm always on the go. Like, let's keep doing something. Let's keep ourselves busy. Let's go and explore something new. Whereas uh, Sukrit is a little more, I would say, calm personality, where he wants to take the time to relax. He wants to take the time to rest, right? And especially when we are raising children, and in the earlier days of marriage, of course, we I would always find it annoying because if we went on a travel or a holiday, then I'd be like, let's go see ten places in a day, and he'd be like, let's go see two places in a day, right? Uh, but then after children after having children i i see that how it benefits so much because i'm always on the go trying to push the children to their best of their abilities learn something new do something more uh and when they are actually uh you know looking for that time to wind down or when they are looking for that downtime he's there and Got he it. brings it around very nicely in them right so he teaches them it's okay to do nothing for a while it's okay to relax Got it's it. okay to feel down and it's yeah so so all of that that i think blends in very well as as they grow up okay so what about you sukrit what do you like about smita now um has the answer changed from 10 years ago or is it the same um, um i i think this was um like to be able to see her uh being able to function with higher and higher uh, levels of stress and time pressure um it is really impressive and uh, i think that has uh, uh motivated me at least to uh, you know try to be more active uh, and also try to inculcate that in the kids um and and i think it's it's like i'm realizing it's fun to be more active uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i mean that's something which which i think i picked up in the past like a year or six months like there's always new things that Uh, you know, we both evolve and find that I mean through each other. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, like, what do you guys do as a couple um, to to bond as a couple? Like, what kind of shared activities do you guys have to continue like keeping up that bond that you guys have? 
So we did go through like a period in between where you know kids were too young. We couldn't really spend much time alone with each other, like outside, right? So it would largely be just watching movies at home, or maybe just spending some time in the evening after kids slept. And off late in the last, I think thanks to COVID, uh, we kind of got the kids sleeping together in the same room, and so we kind of got some of our life back, right? So now we still do the same things, like. But then we go out for a movie after the kids sleep, or we nice. go out for dinners or lunches at times, and and try to spend some more time with each other. Got it, got it. And are there any like hobbies that both of you share? Like, because I know a lot of people before they get married, they think it's very important to have shared activities or shared hobbies, uh, so that it's easier to get along. Is do you think? Do you think that is important? And do you guys have any such shared activities apart from? Going out for dinners or movies. I think uh, she strongly felt about uh, that lacking before we had kids. I think our interests were uh, uh, like not aligning in in uh, uh, in a way in which we could spend time together. Uh, but then, like we always had travel, which was uh, uh, quite regular, and also like you know. Uh, had had enough time that uh, it seemed like a common thing that we were doing, but I think once you have kids, then uh, like kids become such a center stage that um, their activities and their meta activities and uh, you know um, it's just unending planning just on that. So you just I've got it. <laughs> also, I feel is like we stop quibbling over you know what activity to do because. We get so much lesser time now to spend with each other that it does not matter what that activity needs. To yeah, be, right? yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just a drink is also good enough. Yeah. Got it, got it. So interesting. How did you feel at that point of time, Suprat, when Smita felt like it was important to align? I'm a little curious because I also feel that way sometimes that it's important for us to have. Shared activities or like some alignment of interest somewhere, so that you know uh, both of us are enjoying ourselves while doing something together. How did you feel about it? Did you think it was important or not? Uh, I mean, it, it was. I mean, I, I did notice that it was brought up as a thing, but before that, I did not even realize that uh, of you know of a need of such sort. Um, yeah. But I mean, in the end, like, uh, like living in India, I think is a um, uh, blessing in, or rather, like a double-edged sword, right? Like the the <laughs> social part of it is just just inundated that you know we are always uh, out and about together, right? So, right. Um, in, it's not so bad that you end up like like in Bangalore, you end up you know driving in the car for like. Half an hour, one hour, and you just like if you're in a good mood, then you speak, and like you know that that's a lot better bonding than what you could do in like. Got it. Years. And um, like of all the things that you guys have done together, is there is there a favorite memory till date? Travel memories are some of the best memories. Mm-hmm. That's what we do go back to often. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think in the last few months, we've been. Remembering things that have happened ten years also in the past, which which had become a very rare thing. I think I think it's, it's again related to travel, but I mean travel is a big part of it. But mostly a period of time when 
both of us were in the US. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, uh, like I was still a student, but I, I had a um, decent amount of financial independence in the sense that um, I had assistantship. So I didn't have to, like, there was no, it was okay, manageable. And then uh, she was working and um, like flush with cash as well. So that was, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm not, not very far away from where I stayed. So um, I, I think that one year we had um, like, a lot of memories i think that's nice all right i mean obviously you know we we know that marriage is not always you know great memories and happily ever after there are also like disagreements uh, every day like squabbles over like you know uh, trivial stuff if on an average if i asked you like what are things you guys fight about the most or like you know even if you can't say in general more recently what are things you guys have fought about or disagreed on i think now it's not more about fight but it's about uh, uh, some life event which uh, you need the other person also to be part of like say for example like it could be planning like financial independence or something like that right like mm-hmm. like, like planning your finances or planning the kids uh, this one right like um you want to do it together mm-hmm. uh, to find the time and the uh, you know mohurtas to align for those is not uh, uh, the easiest i think uh, right. so i think those have more uh, more causes of friction than like some uh, yeah. like we don't get into major major fights anymore Mm-hmm. it it is these small squabbles the good thing is either one of us picks up you know within a fairly reasonable amount of time that the other person is disturbed about something mm-hmm. and then we are able to talk about it right and one thing that has definitely helped so i am a very confrontational person so if mm-hmm. i see that he is upset or down then earlier i would go and confront and see what's happening Hmm, hmm. Right, and I have learned over a period of time that you know maybe there's a better way to address that and and try to address it through different ways. Got it. But yes, like you said, a lot of it is around more about future looking and kids. How do you raise kids? <clears throat> If we we definitely have different ways in which we think around raising kids, and that does become point of discussion or arguments. Got it. Got it. It's interesting you gave me that answer because I think. that is something that you guys even appreciate about each other where both of you bring very different world views to raising children but the fact that it also becomes a point of you know discussion sometimes means that your arguments could just be temporary till you kind of are able to see each other's point of view and find a middle ground that's great um normally when you fight how would you describe your fighting style because i think every couple has a different fighting dynamic how do you guys fight you said you're confrontational and when you confront how does sukrit respond so when when i confront earlier in the past i mean he would try and think about okay what could be done differently or what needs to be thought differently right and i have definitely seen that change uh if he does have a strong point of view now that comes out strongly as well so uh he calls it the mirroring technique so if i get angry and yell he will do the same exact same thing just to show a mirror on how i'm behaving right 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 and and that's 
most of the times that's when I sense it and I'm like, oh, okay, fine. I must be doing something wrong. And I try to back off and Got it. try and approach it a different way. But yes, I mean, I go all the way from, you know, quietening down and not speaking about it and making it, you know, like an elephant in the room to getting confrontational and, and trying to get it out to move forward. Right? I, I think I go across the entire range, but then... What do you think has changed in the way you guys like fight or disagree? Like, has there been an evolution in the style itself or like, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, definitely. I think meditation is helping. (laughs) (laughs) Who is, who is Uh, meditating? You or her? (laughs) I'm trying. Yeah. (laughs) But I think both of us are trying to be like, we are trying to develop like mindfulness in one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when it was just two of us, it, it didn't seem so bad to fight. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> I grew up fighting with my brother or my cousins, right? Like yeah. or my friends also. Yeah. Fighting was not something unacceptable in, as part of life. It was just, right. you know, another, another uh, way of being yourself, right? Like, right. Uh, but I think uh, after having kids, it just seems... Uh, very like Ramayana Mahabharata types, like, you know, some, uh, <laughs> like, like raising your voice, like you can see the effect on their face. Exactly. So, yeah. I think that's triggered uh, a general um, need for inquiring, like, of, of how to show your emotions better. Got it. Uh, like, and so it's in, in a way, like, I'm learning through uh, interacting with them. Got and, it. And we are all uh, hopefully getting better. And do you think it was only uh, the kids that helped you break a pattern that you guys had settled into? Or, you know, have you guys consciously tried to sit down and say, okay, this is the pattern that we have when we argue and this is what we can do to give each other space? Or, you know, how how do you, how have you worked on it? Have you worked on it at all, like consciously? Mm. I mean, I think you do end up seeing some patterns, but uh, uh, it's it's too dynamic, right? Like you are in mo- in some moods at times, and then you know she's in, in moods in, at times, and then the situation is one dimensional, like it's hurt you, but clearly not something which the other person you know cares about, right? Like it's yeah. It, I think it, the spectrum is too wide. Got it. Um, to go with those generalizations got it got it okay and i mean clearly you guys you guys seem like you have a handle of you know disagreements and you at least now seem quite comfortable discussing it but what do you think if i were to ask both of you individually what do you think is the secret for not letting some of your worst fights get in the way of building your relationship the the one thing that I, I strongly believed in, I think even from the earlier days of marriage, right? And and I kind of share it with people when when the situation arises is I always think about the one thing in him that tethers me to him for which I'm willing to oversee or overlook everything else. Right. And it's not about the one you know, it's it's not looking at it the other way around. That has always helped me because, and and that realization I think grows only stronger over a period of time. To say I'm not perfect, 
neither is he. And we are two independent human beings with independent likes and dislikes. And we might merge in certain areas. We might not merge in the rest of the areas, right? That should not make us get into these disagreements or, or fights all the time because we want to continue to exist. And going into a life with children, especially with children around us, I think that also becomes to a certain extent a large part of, you know, wanting to continue as a family, right? Uh, so yeah. we always keep thinking of how do we continue progressing in the same direction rather than, you know, uh, locking heads with each other and, and trying to find our own ways. Now, if, if, you know, you could go back in time and talk to your single self and tell your single self one thing about marriage that you didn't know uh, when you were single, but you know now after having been married, what would it be? Basically a fork in the road, right? So we're talking about before the left or right decision, right? So, exactly. Uh, like, like the always the FOMO is uh, thinking of uh, the alternative. Like what the alternate life could have been. Right? So I think if I had to go back to the day before, like when it was, when was the hypothetical day where, where it was decided, right? So yeah. um, I think I would, I would advise just, just go with it. Like uh, the alternate life, like from whatever I've learned from looking at others, like who have taken that path, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, is not for me. And I think I it's know. more of naivety, but then, uh, you know, what I would have definitely told, and I did tell some of the single friends or relatives later who were getting married is really marriage at the end of the day, whether you like it or not, whether you agree or not, is two families coming together, right? And if you go into it consciously knowing that that's what you're going to be managing, then I think it's it's a lot easier to take in marriage. Oh, interesting. Coming to our last question, okay, maybe you'll have to think a little bit about this one, but um, we started with asking each of you to tell me a little bit about yourself, but if I asked you to tell me a little bit about the two of you as a couple, how would you describe yourself? Hey, this is Smita and Sukrut. We we love you know socializing with people and having parties. I'm the outgoing person. I love making friends and calling people over, but then he brings the life into the party by, you know, really making it awesome, right? And in, in just having a good time for everyone or making sure everyone uh, has a good time around it. And uh, we complement each other. And, and I think that kind of has stood in the entire conversation. We love complementing each other's personalities and, and we try and make sure that, that we hold each other's backs as much as possible. And yeah, we, I think we'll continue to do that uh, for the rest of our lives. Yeah, I think having known you, that sounds like a pretty spot on description of the both of you. This conversation has been great. Thank you so much for being a part of this. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank I mean, you it, it was a privilege to, you know, uh, <laughs> have our own version of Adarsha Dampati. Like, you know, <laughs> and interesting to listen to each other's uh, answers yeah. as well. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sounds like you guys oh. have never been to therapy, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I learned from my conversation today with Smita and Sukrut is that two seemingly different individuals can still value their differences in a relationship. While complementary traits may be difficult to comprehend in the beginning, you may slowly begin to see how it broadens your perspective 
and helps you in building a richer life together. Over the last decade, Smitha and Sukrit have slowly discovered themselves and each other through marriage, parenting, high-pressure corporate jobs and living in different countries. And as Sukrit said, none of us know what the future holds in store for us, but knowing that they have each other's backs gives them the confidence to keep forging ahead. I wish Smitha and Sukrit many more years of happiness and exploration together. Thank you for listening to Behind the Scenes. These conversations are available on the Marriage Broker Auntie channel on YouTube and Spotify. Please subscribe to our channel if you haven't already done so, so you can have access to future episodes as soon as they're out. Please do like and share these conversations with your friends and family. Much has been said about how we meet our partners, but very little about how we build relationships with them. So if you think this conversation could inspire someone you know, don't forget to share this with them. If you'd like to follow us on social media, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter. You can also go to our website marriagebrokerauntie.com, auntie with an IE, to learn more about this project and the work we do.